Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS Clearwater, Wichita's number one talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve Packintosh. We have a cloudy sky now, 2 degrees, and the wind chill is 13 below. As Congress addresses a potential government shutdown, the Senate Majority Leader says he plans his own action to keep Washington open. House Speaker Mike Johnson says he hopes to stick to a deal made with Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to push the next shutdown threat to March. But Senator Schumer says some aren't backing that deal. There's a group, a hard right group, particularly in the House, some in the Senate, who want to bully their way into forcing a shutdown. Senator Schumer says he'll act this week to prevent that. We'll put on the floor of the Senate legislation this Tuesday that will keep the government open. Schumer says he expects bipartisan support. The deal sets fiscal spending next year at nearly $1.7 trillion, $886 billion of that for defense. Gernal Scott, Fox News. A large fire at a house in North Wichita last night. The fire broke out before 9 p.m. in the 1500 block of North Market. Neighbors say the house was abandoned. The No injuries are reported. And a fire in East Wichita Sunday afternoon was caused by a person trying to thaw a pipe. Around 1 p.m., firefighters were called to the 2200 block of North Chautauqua. The fire had spread from under the sink and gotten into part of the wall before it was extinguished. No injuries reported there. The Wichita City Council will visit the campaign finance ordinance that narrowly passed January 2nd. The ordinance was aimed at prohibiting candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from corporations or LLCs. The council will also discuss their 2024 state legislative agenda. The council and city staff have developed the agenda in tandem with Sedgwick County leaders, the Wichita Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Wichita Partnership, and the Regional Economic Area Partnership. Also on Tuesday's agenda will be bridge rehabilitation and repairs and the signing of a franchise agreement for Internet services. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Tuesday, New Wichita Mayor Lily Wu and new members Dalton Glasscock and J.V. Johnston take their seats on the City Council. Second District Council member Becky Tuttle tells KNSS News 
The new officials have been receiving help. Our awesome city staff has been doing a great job during the last couple months since the election of, we call it onboarding, orientation, you know, just helping them to get some of the basics to be able to get started. Becky Tuttle was our guest on Issues 2024 this past Saturday and Sunday on KNSS. Four people were killed and one hurt Sunday after a hot air balloon crashed in Arizona. It happened in the small town of Eloy, northwest of Phoenix, which some call the skydiving capital of the world. Eloy Police Chief Byron Gwaltney told reporters they don't have many details, but they do know several skydivers were in the balloon before the wreck. The aircraft had lifted off with approximately eight skydivers and five people in the balloon itself that were not going to uh, skydive. Um, what we know at this point is the skydiver, skydivers were able to exit the balloon without incident and completed their, their planned skydiving event. Um, and then shortly thereafter, something catastrophic occurred uh, with the balloon, causing it to crash to the ground. The National Transportation Safety Board and Federal Aviation Administration are leading the investigation into that crash. Voting is set to begin tonight in icy Iowa as former President Donald Trump eyes a resounding victory. The Iowa caucuses begin at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. They are the opening contest in the months-long Republican presidential primary process. Polls suggest Trump enters the day with a massive lead in Iowa. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Good morning, Stephen Ted. 6.08 now, eight minutes past 6 o'clock at KNSS. Again, two degrees now, and the wind chill is 18. Make that 13 below. Cold weather can put a strain on the power grid. Evergy spokesperson Gina Penzik says their crews are ready if issues crop up with everyone using more electricity at the same time. Most of the pieces of the power grid are mechanical and can be affected by the extreme cold. So we may see uh, some additional localized outages based on that. So we'll have crews ready to respond, make any repairs. Penzig cautions that the cold conditions may also impact response time for crews to reach affected areas. Scientists are keeping a close eye on a volcano in Iceland that just erupted for the second time in less than a month. That eruption Sunday around 8 a.m. local time coming after a swarm of earthquakes near the town of Grindavik that's been evacuated for a second time. The town's population of about 3,800 was also evacuated in November after a series of earthquakes led to cracks and openings in the surrounding area. The volcano eventually erupted on December 18th. Residents were allowed back home four days later, but defensive walls placed since then around the volcano aimed at directing lava away from populated areas have been breached. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Police departments across the country are struggling to attract new recruits. In California, even huge signing bonuses and six-figure salaries aren't enough to lure potential police officers. The Alameda PD is offering new recruits a $75,000 signing bonus on top of an over $113,000 salary, but it's not enough. California is also lowering physical fitness standards and allowing non-citizens to become cops. A former San Francisco police officer says the recruiting crisis is the result of an extremely high cost of living in areas that need officers. Law enforcement officials tell Fox News that nearly a decade of anti-police sentiment is also a factor. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6-11.
11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic condition this morning. I'd say the only really worrying one is the extreme cold out there. What did you say earlier? Two? Uh, two. Yeah, we got all the way up to two. Fantastic. Feels like 13 below. Though. <laughs> well, there's your traffic condition. It's really, really cold this morning. Uh, just be a little extra careful out there today. Uh, if you have to get out, well, sorry, it's really, really cold. We do have a stalled-out vehicle northbound I-235 at Central. As the traffic volumes pick up, watch for a slowdown around that. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A wind chill warning officially in effect through noon tomorrow across all of south-central Kansas. As a weak disturbance passes through out of the northern plains, that is spreading in some cloud cover with a chance of light snow today or high 9, the wind chill 15 below. Clearing tonight down to 6 below, Tuesday's high near 20. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now a cloudy sky, 2 degrees. We have a north wind at 10 miles per hour. That gives us a wind chill of 13 below. Today is Monday, January 15th, of course, Martin Luther King Day. A holiday, national holiday. No trading on Wall Street, uh, no postal delivery, regular postal delivery today. And a lot of uh, city and county offices are closed uh, for the holiday. Uh, and skeleton crews in many places. Uh, we don't expect to see too many people here around the Odyssey radio stations this morning. There are, what, four or five of us here, and you are the only, <laughs> only guys here. Wow. Yep. It's a new world. It really is. Yep. We had a cloudy, frigid day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 6 degrees. 6. Normal high, 44. <laughs> and the wind chill warning, we have wind chill warning now through uh, midday tomorrow. So, yeah, you've been warned. Yeah. If, can, if you needed it. Man. Uh, this is, uh, as I said, January 15th on the state in 1932. Los Angeles received their greatest snowfall on record. When around two inches accumulated at the Civic Center. Two inches is the deepest snow they've ever had in Los, <laughs> in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, yeah, on this date in 1929, civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. was born in Atlanta. It's, uh, so it is his birthday. Usually we, the Monday is most of the time not exactly on the 15th. So, but this year it's, it yeah, is on, yeah, falls right on it. On Dr. King's birthday, exactly. Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins played the fourth coldest game in NFL history Saturday night. The temperature at kickoff was minus four degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> making it the coldest game in the Arrowhead Stadium history. Yep. The wind chill was minus 27. The previous record at Arrowhead was one degree set in 1983 against Denver and matched in 2016 against Tennessee. So they've had some cold ones up there. Yeah. Coldest game in league history, of course, remains minus 13 for the 1967 NFL championship when the Packers beat the Cowboys at Lambeau Field in a game that came to be known as the Ice Bowl. Yep. See that NFL film of the frozen tundra? <laughs> yes. And all those guys with the, you, know, you see their breath coming out, well, did clouds you, coming out of their mouth. Ugh. Did you see the picture going around about the uh, Andy Reid's yeah. mustache? You, all frozen. <laughs> How did his mustache get that wet? He had a runny nose or what? Well, or maybe drinking some water or oh, something. Could be, or, I guess. Yeah. My mustache does never gets that wet. Hmm. Yeah. Well, how often are you outside for as long as he was? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, in, in in temperatures like that, you're probably remind, not very often. Yeah, that guy reminded me of uh, 
Dr. Zhivago when he got to Laura's house over there and uh, <laughs> after he'd been out tromping around in the snow for a few days. He had that frozen look as well. Quaker Oats has expanded a December recall of more than 40 products that may be contaminated with salmonella. Two dozen additional types of granola bars, cereals, and snack foods are now being recalled. The foods mm. could be tainted with the bacteria that can cause fever, diarrhea, nausea, and stomach pain. In rare cases, salmonella infections can lead to hospitalization and death. U.S. Food and Drug Administration has not confirmed any illnesses related to the products. But they're recalling them, I guess, just to be safe. Sure. Better be safe than sorry, as we always say. Exactly. All right. Two degrees, wind chill 13 below. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What an awful day. It's a good thing for the postal <laughs> carriers, they don't have to get out and carry any mail around today. That's good. Well, yeah. There'll probably be some special delivery in the trucks and so forth. Oh, sure there are. Hey, for but, anybody that has to go out today, yeah. Wow. Sorry. The city of Wichita is telling us everything that the city is just about closed down, including transit and paratransit, if you're taking the buses. However, the golf courses are open if you want to go play some. Some chili golf. Yeah. Ralph Wolves, Riverside Tennis Center, O.J. Watson Park, Brooks Landfill, and the Animal Shelter will be open with regular hours today. And, of course, uh, I saw something about this uh, earlier. Texican Oliver Golf Course, of course, has the virtual golf thing going for it that's nice and warm and indoors. And oh, you yeah, can indoors, do. huh? Yeah. You, well, that might be the answer. You can't just... You can't just go there and expect to play, though. You do have to sign up online for it. But, okay. Yeah. My grandsons and I used to play Wii Golf and Wii Baseball and Wii, whatever. Wii Bowling. That was the one I liked. Yeah. This not hear about that much anymore. There are other ways to do virtual, I guess. I well, this this is a little more sophisticated than yeah. that. This is actually. Well, I know. But this, it, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Have you, have you seen any of these golf simulators? It's no, really I cool. You hit the ball at a screen yeah. and it measures launch angle, trajectory, speed, that sort of thing. It actually puts the ball where you would have hit it if you were actually playing on the course that you were. Really cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And you don't have to be out in two-degree weather. Exactly. All right. We're coming up at 617 now. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It is time for Lead Off Sports. And Jad Chambers is on the sports desk this morning for, for Ted Woodward. Take it away. Yep. Well, yesterday, Wichita State men were looking to break a four-game losing streak, but that's generally kind of tough when you're facing the – Number 13 team in the country, Memphis. Shockers came out pretty hot, though, leading here and there in the first half. And, well, they actually went to the locker room. They were only trailing by three, 49-46. And, uh, you know, you heard that one, 103.7 K-E-Y-N. Jordan down the other way, and Bell comes back and pokes it away. Beverly racing back the other way, all the way to the rim. Lobs for Ballard, who slams with both hands. Defender had to come over on him. When he did so, it opened up Ballard, a beautiful lob pass inside by Beverly. So, yeah, some of this game was actually pretty fun to watch. And that was all in the first half, because the second half was more or less all Memphis. Uh, very much so. In fact, Memphis finally won that game 112-86. to Wichita State hadn't allowed 100 or more points since 1994. Drake scored 109 in that game. The 112 points are the fifth most a Wichita State team has allowed in school history. Wichita State now has a road swing in the Sunshine State, uh, starting on Thursday against number 24, Florida Atlantic, and then facing off against South Florida on Sunday. 
The Wichita State ladies had a 32-24 to lead over North Texas at halftime. They built that to an 18-point lead near the end of the third quarter, but Mean Green made a pretty furious comeback in that fourth quarter. They defeated the Shockers 72-68. to The Shockers did hit a season-best nine three-pointers as a team. Good news there. Wichita State returns home to take on Memphis on Wednesday. Kevin McCuller, 15 of 21 in the second half. Number three, KU beat number nine, Oklahoma, 78 to 66 on Saturday. The K-State men had a 12-point lead with under four minutes left in the game on the road facing Texas Tech, but Tech beat the Wildcats 60 to 59 with the comeback there. And, of course, we've been talking about the Chiefs game, the Kansas City Chiefs playing the fourth coldest game <laughs> In NFL history, they defeated the uh, Miami Dolphins 26-7. to uh, So uh, good news there. Next up for the Chiefs, it all kind of depends on this afternoon's wild card game between Buffalo and Pittsburgh. If Buffalo wins, the Chiefs travel to face Buffalo in the divisional round. If Pittsburgh wins, however, the Chiefs actually get to host a game, and that means they square off against Houston in the divisional round. So that's how the... The scenarios kind of go for the Kansas City Chiefs there. And you can hear that uh, Pittsburgh-Buffalo game over on KFH this afternoon. A pregame start at 3 o'clock. And that is followed by the NFC wildcard game, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Saturday night's uh, AFC wildcard game between the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, the big news was, or the you know pregame news, was that it was on Peacock exclusively behind a uh, paywall. Well, unfortunately for all of those that were, you know, talking about, you know, not paying for it, wanting to boycott it, that sort of thing. Well, according to the ratings piece, uh, people at Nielsen, the Chiefs win averaged about 23 million viewers on Peacock, NFL Plus, and the local affiliates that got to have it on television. Uh, fans had to pay for that subscription, five ninety nine, to watch the game. Nonetheless, the audience was the audience total was higher for the Chiefs game than for two of the previous three Saturday night wild card games shown on NBC. So, unfortunately, a, a lot and of people watch that. Future folks, if you want to watch football on TV, you're going to have to pay extra. Probably going to have to pay extra because a lot of people did watch that. Right. And that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You can get a long cold, just like you get long COVID. That's coming up. See the 10 in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Two degrees now. The windshield is 13 below here at KNSS. The Kansas Department of Transportation has reopened the southbound I-135 ramp to eastbound K-96 in North Wichita. Recent weather caused washouts under the ramp. The rain had caused the soil to become oversaturated. Thursday, the ramp was closed as a precautionary measure. Crews worked to shore up the area. A boil water advisory has been issued for customers in Topeka and Shawnee County. City of Topeka officials issued the advisory as a precaution after discovering chlorine levels at the water treatment plant did not meet minimum standards required by regulation. 
The city says low water levels and the frigid weather have stressed the city's water system and may put the system at risk for bacterial contamination. Topeka City staff are currently working to resolve the issue. Customers there are asked to boil their water before drinking it until the situation is resolved. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Wichita City Council is set to reconsider a recently passed ordinance that would ban businesses from making contributions to city election campaigns. Second District Council member Becky Tuttle tells KNSS News. I am supportive of letting LLCs have a part in our election. I feel that businesses are stakeholders in this community, and I feel that they should have a voice. They pay property tax, they pay sales tax, and so I voted the first time against limiting them. Becky Tuttle was our guest on Issues 2024, Saturday and Sunday on KNSS. A weekend shooting at a home in a Houston suburb left five people dead. Fox's Abigail Dye reports. A horrific Saturday morning in a quaint Richmond neighborhood. The Fort Bend County Sheriff's Office says they responded to a call just before 7 a.m. By 10 a.m. when I left for work, everything was locked already. Neighbors like Carla Flores saw the scene after investigators say five people were shot to death in this home. Investigators say they found four adults and one eight-year-old dead, the shooter among them. Investigators say one adult and two other children in the house were unharmed. Investigators believe the shooting may have been a case of domestic violence. One way to honor civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. today is to volunteer your time. Fox's Ashley Rodriguez explains what New Yorkers are doing to give back to their community in honor of Dr. King. Congress created the MLK Day of Service in 1994 in order to remember the civil rights activists' legacy as a call to action to live just one day of your life as he did. Repair the World New York, a Jewish service movement, partnered with UJA at the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Adult volunteers and the kids they brought along helped pack hygiene kits for newly arrived asylum seekers to be distributed by St. Paul and St. Andrew United Methodist Churches. At God's Love We Deliver in Soho, volunteers made up of Fordham University alumni put together hot meals for people facing illness and food insecurity, as well as for veterans. Ashley Rodriguez, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. This chilly air mass remains in place across Wichita and south-central Kansas the next couple of days. Looks like we finally warm above freezing by Wednesday. Areas of light snow will spread in throughout the day. or high near 9. The wind chill 15 below. Wind chill warning in effect tonight down to 6 below. Sunny and 20 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. And now a cloudy sky, 2 degrees. A north wind at 10 miles per hour giving us a wind chill of 13 below. Stephen, 10 of the morning here. On KNSS, 634 on this Monday morning. On this date in 1892, the original rules of basketball devised by James Naismith were published for the first time in Springfield, Massachusetts, where the game originated. So today is basketball's birthday. Of course, we celebrated here because Mr. Naismith, then Dr. Naismith, then came to Kansas, the University of Kansas. Yep. And they've had a pretty good basketball program up there. Generally so, yes. yes. Very good. <laughs> they do pretty good. Excellent. Saturday night, uh, we talked about this a moment ago, Jad did, that wild card AFC game, playoff game between Miami and Kansas City on Peacock. <coughs> Set a record for the most 
watched event on a streaming service the most. That's a record for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. According to Nielsen, the Chiefs' 26-7 victory in frigid temperatures averaged 23 million viewers on Peacock, NFL Plus, and on NBC affiliates in Kansas City and Miami. Nielsen also reported Sunday night that the game had a total reach of 27.6 million. Fans had to pay for a Peacock subscription, which starts at $5.99 to watch the game, and that move generated no shortage of complaints from fans. Oh, yeah. Nonetheless, the audience total was higher than for two of the previous three Saturday night wildcard games shown on NBC. So what you yep. have here is people who really want to see the game are going to pay the money and see the game. Yep, sure will. And anyone who's, you know, in my generation who says, hey, television and radio are supposed to be free, okay? We're just, hey, guys, forget about it. They're going to make you pay. Yeah. And here's the sad part about it. And in the NFL, I know the NFL doesn't care anything about me or anybody, 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 unless they got $12 billion. The NFL doesn't care about it. Here's the deal. You know what? I don't have to be a sports fan. I've been one all my life. I'll take a team and try to follow them and uh, be fairly loyal to them and interested in watching them. But, you know, it's not about me, the viewer, or the listener, okay? It's not about us. It's not about what we want. It's not about what we like. It's what the NFL wants to do. And they're going to generate the – we're going to have to pay to watch everything. Or go to a bar, I guess. Yeah. Start hanging out in a bar and uh, watching the game that way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, Fortunately, we had to, we had the, the game free on radio. Yes. Uh, with uh, our good friend Mitch Holtis. So that's that's another thing I heard. You know, I heard people talking about. You know, well, those numbers are probably exaggerated. That sort of thing. Uh, a, a lot of those numbers are coming from Nielsen, so. They're probably maybe a little overblown, but probably fairly accurate. And two, if the numbers weren't good, we wouldn't have heard a thing out of Peacock and Fox. They didn't have to They've been say crickets. Yeah, they didn't have to talk about viewer numbers or that sort of thing. And so my guess is, is if they were actually bad, we wouldn't have heard anything at all. I don't think they would have risked a playoff game if they didn't know in advance they were going to get a really big audience for that. And they did. <clears throat> we had a uh, Facebook offering from Randy here at the radio station who wrote, I want to personally thank your radio station for airing the Chiefs versus Dolphins wild card playoff game this past evening. <coughs> Excuse me. As you know, Peacock had to throw a snag into everyone's plan, but your radio station came in loud and clear, and it made it a lot of fun from Liebenthal, Kansas, where I guess that's where he lives. With that note, I want to wish you and the staff a blessed new year, and God bless in things to come. Thank you. Well, thank you, Randy. We don't often get uh, those kinds of responses, but uh, yeah, there you go. And my and it's, having grown up listening to sports on radio, which I did, yeah, um, I like to I like to listen, listen to a game. I can get a lot out of it. I mean, I got a good imagination. I can see in my mind's eye what's going on. Today's uh, younger people don't have that. <laughs> they literally everything is literal. Tell tell a person under you know fifteen a joke. And they, they will look at you like you've got two heads. They have no clue. And I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's all of them. It's not just my grandkids. Hey, Monday's with the mayor. One hour from now, that's right, Wichita Mayor Lily Wu's going to be with us. So she's decided that she's graciously accepted our invitation to play, to work on a, on a holiday. And we'll hear from the mayor, Mayor Wu, in about an hour from now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and it's time for our commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. 
Good morning, Steve and Jad. Well, Friday, most of the morning, we saw the trading on the negative side for the cattle complex. Then they bounced to trade positive. By the close, they drifted off their session highs and closed negative for the live cattle, but slightly positive for the feeders. Now, overall, it was a disappointing close for the cattle complex. Cash cattle movement for the week has been on the low side, as has prices. Lean hogs gap lower and closed and closed negative Friday. At the close Friday, February live cattle forty two cents lower at one seventy one thirty seven. March feeders up thirty cents at two twenty seven seventy, and Feb lean hog seventy cents lower at seventy one ninety. Well, the only positive data from Friday's USDA reports was winter wheat acres were down 2.3 million acres. Now, the corn and soybean production and yields were higher than expected. We saw new lows for the current slide being made in corn and soybean futures on Friday. Now, last week, we saw March Kansas City wheat lose 13 cents, March corn 14 cents, March soybeans 32 cents for the week. Now, on the close Friday, as we do not have any trading this morning in our ag markets, March Kansas City was down three quarters of a penny at 6.15 and a quarter. March corn down 10 and three quarters at 4.47. March soybeans down 12 and a quarter at 12.24 and a quarter. We do have trading in our outside markets this morning. February crude oil down $1.07 at 71.61. February gold $4.60 higher at 2,056.20. March S&P four and a half points lower at 4,812. March dollar index 16 cents higher at 102 dollars and 31 cents in the March Dow Jones futures 59 points lower at 37,733 for commodity trading ag marketing or managed trading programs contact left for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM did you happen to get out of the house or go anywhere yesterday Tom it's yeah, cold yeah we we both have been out of the house over the weekend okay, uh, it was cold yeah Shelly and I got out one of the days over the weekend and, uh, it, yeah, it was nasty, nasty cold. Uh, I don't know how these – and I was at uh, – where was it, Dylan's yesterday, the day before? Anyway, I looked up, and there was a woman, probably – I would say she was in her 60s, and she's walking out to her car, and she's got nothing but a sweatshirt. And I'm thinking oh. – I mean, no jacket, no earmuffs, nothing. I'm thinking – I think there are a lot of people who just don't feel the cold like some of us do. It's nasty, are you insinuating like some of those idiots we saw at the Chiefs game with no shirt on? That is a matter of somebody having so much uh, antifreeze going, uh, <laughs> coming out of those those beer cans and bottles and whatnot that uh, they didn't care. And just, you know, yeah, that's, you that's get, just hard to believe. You can get frostbitten pretty quick. That's, you bet you can. Well, anyway. Yeah, I saw that too, and I thought, oh, these people are—they're nuts. They're, they're out of their minds. All right, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, man, we can—you uh, know—it's a good game. I think football's a great game for radio and TV, and uh, and TV you're going to have to pay for it from now on, probably. And that's right. But I'm like you—I listened to years and years of sports on the radio because I was mainly in a truck, a tractor, or a combine. Yeah, it's yeah. the only way I could listen to the game. That's the way you got to see it or hear it, and then you can see it in your mind's eye. Right, exactly. Very good. All right, thank you, Tom. Stay warm. Stay warm. Six forty-two now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. Online shopping—that's all I caught. It's going to be something about online shopping, and I'm sure it's going to be interesting. It's on the way, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stevenson in the morning, KNSS, 647 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Wichita City Council ready to take another look at the new campaign finance ordinance. Two. Iowa caucuses for Republican candidates began this evening. One. Congress appears to have a deal to avoid a government shutdown. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. It is very, very dangerously cold outside this morning, but that's really about the only adverse traffic condition that we've got. Uh, roadways, not really seeing the kind of traffic volumes we generally see this time of morning. Uh, just appears to be a little bit less traffic out there. And uh, roads are in very good condition out there this morning. So again, just be a little extra careful because of the cold, but otherwise things not looking too bad. Traffic update, 98.7. And 1330 KNSS, I'm Jad Chambers. Two excuses to stay off the road. It's a holiday, so just stay home. And it's cold. It's very, very cold. And it's cold. All right, we had a wind chill warning. It lasts until midday tomorrow. Mostly cloudy and cold with a 30% chance for snow today and a high of 6 degrees. Decreasing clouds and cold tonight. The overnight low, 6 below. And then on Tuesday, sunny and not as cold. Tomorrow's high. Way up to 20 degrees. Wow. Now cloudy sky, 2 degrees. North wind at 10 miles per hour. The wind chill index is 13 below. We joke, but that 20 will probably feel pretty good. (laughs) A South Carolina man who found his dead son faces charges in the child's death decades later. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. 35 years ago, a South Carolina dad was filmed tearfully stumbling upon the body of his five-year-old son. Now he's being charged with his murder. Victor Lee Turner, now 69 years old, was arrested along with his wife, 63-year-old Megan Renee Turner, charged with murdering Justin Lee Turner in March of 1989. Megan, the boy's stepmother, claims she was in the shower when the five-year-old left to catch a school bus from a neighbor's house. But police say he was killed before he had the chance to go to school. Two days after his son's disappearance, Victor Turner was filmed by news crews as he went inside his camper and found the son's body. An autopsy so Justin was sexually assaulted and strangled. An investigation into the killing stalled out. The parents moved away and never asked police for an update. The case was reopened in 2021, and forensics linked a ligature found in the Turner's home to Justin's clothes. The Turners will be back in court in March. There's more on the story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute.
It was 10 winning weeks in the last 11 for Wall Street before Friday's close. No trading today for the King holiday. Stocks ending mixed for the day and up for the week. Airline stocks failed to take off with Delta leading the charge. The carrier beat fourth quarter earnings expectations but lowered its 2024 earnings guidance and its stock fell over 8%. United Health Group, a big Dow loser, its earnings and revenue beat forecasts, but the healthcare giant posted higher than expected medical costs relative to revenue. Bitcoin falling below $44,000, erasing gains generated after the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission approved Bitcoin ETFs. The Dow winners, Amgen, IBM, and Microsoft. The Dow decliners, United Health Group, Boeing, and American Express. The Dow falling 118 points. The Nasdaq up three. S&P 500 up four. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Online shopping. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, is with us this morning, as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Jad. You know, we're, we're talking about online shopping accelerators. When you, when you shop online, the temptation to spend a lot more than you had expected is accelerated by some very clever strategies deployed by the vendors. The initial pitch may offer a great deal, but you got to watch out. I've been a willing victim of some online upselling. Several years ago, I, I purchased a selection of wine from an online retailer, then it was a teaser rate, and I received a case for a very low price with a low shipping fee. I, I knew it was. Now I was hooked. I received emails every few days with extraordinary sale prices. I ignored most of them, but occasionally something caught my eye. I had an assortment of, of wine sent to my mom for Mother's Day. Mom was thrilled. It was a value, and it was very easy to do. The wines are reasonably priced, and most are pretty darn good, so I continued to periodically purchase. Several times while assembling a selection of wines, a pop-up would offer me a free gift of another wine if I purchased six more bottles. I had fallen for that and actually paid for the gift, as you can understand. Another trick was the digital time clock saying that the offer would expire if I didn't order soon. Well, they're trying to force you to a decision, but if I felt that it was a good deal and it saved me time, I would complete the order. Several times, I ditched the order and logged off the site. Well, within five minutes, I had an email asking me if they could help me with my selection to try to get me back there. An attempt to get me back to the website shopping cart, you know, here's what I learned through this whole process. Ticking time clocks are BS. Log on two hours after the uh, offer allegedly expired, and you can probably get that same darn deal. Trackers that tell you there are only three items left are often just another way to force you to a decision now. Make a list of what you're shopping for before you log on and stick to it. They may offer a discount if you sign up for marketing emails. If you do that, immediately unsubscribe after ordering. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. And, Don, it's cold again today, huh? Wow. It, it is, although, uh, you know, markets are closed. Yeah, so, yeah. So our, our office is closed. I'm going to go in and do a little bit of work. But uh, other than that, I don't need to get out in it too much. Good. But uh, did you did you get outside at all yesterday or over the weekend? Keep a low profile because, yeah. Uh, yesterday, no. Shelly and I stayed yeah. in, I think, the whole day. If I, you know, 
But over the weekend, I got out a little bit, got to get some gas in my car and, and some things like that, and gets to go to the store. But uh, yeah, if you don't, if you just can run that uh, thirty or forty feet or a uh, hundred feet to the store and back out to the car, you're all right, you know. But other than oh, that, man. you don't want to be out in this very long. That's no, that's for sure. Today it's is uh, National Hat Day. Don your oh. favorite fedora, cap, derby, or sun hat. Dig out your ceremonial best and tell the s- story behind it. That's an idea. Drop in, drop in to see Jack Kellogg at Hatman Jack sometime, and, and you'll find out all about hats, everything you need to know. Well, Plus, if you buy one from he he'll put that on your head and show you how to wear it to, to look your best. He, he helps to fit you in the hat. So that's a great idea. He is amazing. I did put on my cousin Eddie uh, uh, Lithuanian. It was No, not Lithuanian. It's Ukrainian. A, friend, a neighbor of mine years ago was from Ukraine, yeah, and he imported these hats that are fur. You know those those sort of Russian hats, and they and they 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 have the ears that flop down. Yeah, and the, yeah, uh, big old floppy oh, ears. Yeah, yeah. No. that thing's amazing. That's you know, I, I I I did some barbecuing yesterday foolishly, and I uh, I wore my uh, my my hat out there when I was when I was flipping Your things. Ukrainian so. hat. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, Stay warm. Stay warm if you can, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Don. Look forward to it. Six fifty-six now. Coming up, seven o'clock. Top of the hour news with Stephen Ted. We have the latest on Congress and Congress making a deal to avoid a shutdown, and of course, the Republicans' Iowa caucus is tonight. That's on the way. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.